0: Hey y'all, my name is Kobe Warner. Welcome back to The Koblizzi Show. I am so excited to be back for another episode. I have relocated to a new wall. I'm gonna get right into the song of the day. I'm so excited to talk about it. So last night I was on Twitter and I see the Beehive going nuts and I'm like, well, what's going on? And I read and I see that Beyonce has released a Break My Soul remix and it's mixed with Vogue by madonna and she did some really great stuff in this remix so there's this one part in the original where madonna starts listing off famous people's names and it's a bunch of white people that is a little interesting considering the entire concept of voguing and the very thing this smash hit she made was inspired by voguing was something that was created by black people, And so, Beyonce replaced the section where Madonna listed off a bunch of white people's names with a bunch of black women's names. I mean, I heard it and I got goosebumps immediately. But then she starts listing off actual houses the song is only at the time of recording august 6th at 12 11 p.m the song is only available on Beyonce.com. you have to purchase it there for $1.29 and then you get emailed the wave file of the song and then i just uploaded it to my local files so i could play it on the music app on my phone it is now streaming everywhere but it is everything and maybe it's on YouTube or something too, I don't know, but I paid for it because I'm going to support my queen. I want Break My Soul to go number one. (laughs) And at the time of recording on August 6th, the Billboard Hot 100 and the Billboard 200 charts have not come out yet, but this episode comes out on Tuesday, and the charts would have come out yesterday on Monday, so I don't know at this point, but let's hope we went number one on both charts. Break My Soul, number one, on the Hot 100, or Alien Superstar, whichever. And Renaissance on the Billboard 200 album chart. Break My Soul is number one on the Hot 100 and Renaissance is number one on the Hot 200. Well, it's August 17th and I still haven't posted this episode, so I can actually update the billboard tracking for week two of Renaissance. The album is no longer number one, it's actually number three, but Break My Soul is still number one on the Hot 100. This episode is going to have something new included in it. I decided to include an advice question at the beginning of this episode. I don't know if I'm going to do this regularly, but this is just something I want to try out and in this case the advice question is actually going to inform the topic of the episode so this is the question dear kobe i'm currently going through the worst breakup i have ever gone through In last week's episode, you talked about how when a relationship ends, you can feel the person you miss on the couch next to you or when you open the fridge when you're getting a snack. That's when I was talking about In the Kitchen by Renee Rapp. They said, after experiencing my partner breakup with me recently, even the most irrelevant mundane things remind me of them. Will anything make it better? So, let me clear up a few things before I answer this question. I have never actually dated a boy, (laughs) even though I wrote a whole EP about it. I've never actually dated a boy. I have been in many a situationship, but never an actual relationship with the boy. I dated girls in middle school, And actually, I dated one girl in middle school, but then in the beginning of high school, I kinda dated two girls. But since I've been out as gay, I've never actually dated a boy. Because I'm from the South, there's not many options for people like me. You know, I've covered this before. And so, while I've never been through an actual breakup, the heartbreak I've experienced as a result of some of the situationships I've been in has been so painful and fucking ridiculous that it inspired a whole EP. While I don't have breakup qualifications and experience to answer this question, I do feel that I am able to answer this question based on the heartbreak I have experienced. Just to clear that up, I am like Conan Gray. I write music about being broken up with but have never actually been in a relationship. So as for the question, I know it is hard to see the light at the end of a tunnel when you're experiencing a breakup. It's really rough because you just miss somebody so much and you feel like nobody's going to make you feel like that person felt. And the reality is that really is just probably not true. (laughs) It's more than likely not true. I'm speaking to young people because that's the experience I can speak to. you really think you're 20 something years old? you really think you're something teen years old and that's the only person in your life that's ever going to make you feel the way you felt at that time. It's just ridiculous. Realistically speaking, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, there is somebody better for you, there are better situations and better circumstances for you to experience, but in real time I know it hurts. I coped by writing songs, wallowing. Listening to sad music, I am a person who loves sad music. I love to just sit there and listen and be sad. I love it, I love it, (laughs) I love it, I don't care. But I understand that not everybody copes the way that I cope, so find what works for you. The passage of time really does help. There is somebody better out there for you. There is somebody that is gonna treat you better So it's going to value you better in my case. Like I said, the advice question doesn't form the topic of this episode. The topic of this episode being my experience with breakups. My worst breakup. By way of my EP Aftermath. So my most recent musical project was my EP Aftermath. It came out March 20-something I actually don't remember but it was the 20-somethings of March and I've mentioned before in the first episode if you heard that I was going through a really hard time when the EP came out and so I really didn't have much of a spirit to promote it I didn't really want to so I just kind of let it come out and just let it flop. And so I've never really talked about it that much, but I'm excited to be able to talk about my worst breakup. I'm not really excited to talk about that, but I am excited to talk about how that informed my most recent musical project, Aftermath. So the EP is four songs. Each of these songs have sonic differences, but they're united in their lyrical content and so this EP really like in whole is about one boy but I took some details from some other situationships I just plucked them and took them and put them in here because it made the story more interesting (laughs) to enrich it and so in Jupiter for example it's just inspired by rage um I'm not sure any of the details in here are phony I actually one of the lyrics was inspired by an Instagram comment that this boy left on one of my pictures I made that song Jupiter in collaboration with Brandon Grant and Travis Palmer the lyrics I wrote for that song were started in december 2020 and that's a really long time ago we didn't actually end up really conceptualizing uh, the song and the hook until october 2021 i think and it's really funny if you listen to the lyrics and so i am gonna highlight some of my favorite lyrics on that song there's just some funny bars to me in this song i said like miss onika said you're my son now shoot like <laughs> We used to make each other happy you tore that up, yeah, you up and left me with no heads up, and for some random nigga, for some ugly nigga, for some sorry nigga that don't fulfill you, you trifling hoes saying what I mean, this ain't drama class, fuck you, and scene, I'm irreplaced so you know the rest, like Queen Bee said, to the left, to the left. <laughs> The autotune on my vocal was really inspired by Kanye West um, because I was listening to some of his music at the time and I was interested in trying out autotune. And so that's what I did. After Brandon and I conceptualized it, Travis really got in there and dug deep with the production and really found some low ends and really just enhanced the experience overall. So if you don't know Jupiter, I think you should totally go listen to it. I was just mad, and I wanted to talk my shit. And this song went through some metamorphoses because it didn't sound like this originally. Originally, I was just kind of rapping. And then it kind of turned into like a sing-rapping, like auto-tune situation, which actually, I think, enhanced the rage. And it allowed me to play around a lot with the vocals. So I think I like what it turned into. The second song, Hopelessly Devoted to You, I started in the summer of 2021. It was actually the most recent song that I wrote for the EP. It actually went through a metamorphosis also. It started out much more like laid back. I was listening to a lot of Drake at the time actually. Last year I just had a male rapper face. Then I sent it to Travis and we reimagined it and turned it into this like East Coast inspired like kind of 90s vibe rap song. And I got to sing a, a little lick or two in there too and Travis did this awesome breakdown at the end on the production end of things that was so so cool i think the original version really captured this the the sorrow and the sadness in the lyrics the second version definitely gives more vibes but the lyrics are actually quite sad and it's a song about you're just hopelessly devoted to somebody i kind of took the title and was okay with it being the same as the song from Greece because both songs are equally longing. They are both longing for somebody so bad. And I was like, honestly, it's fitting. I taped this before Olivia Newton-John passed away, but now Olivia Newton-John has passed away. So rest in peace, Olivia Newton-John. I actually really admire your career, not just Greece, like a lot more than that. And it's sad, but everybody goes. So rest in peace, Olivia Newton-John, um, hope you're at peace. Well, Hopelessly Devoted to You is, um, a song of longing inspired by East Coast, 90s rap. Listen, if only for Travis's fire production breakdown at the end, I really love Hopelessly Devoted to You. The third song, Indescribable, is actually the oldest song on the EP. It's actually the first song i ever wrote this is the only song that was full composed by me all by myself i wrote this song on the piano i started it in january of 2020 it was a part of many other ep ideas before it even made it to this one it's one of my favorite songs i've ever wrote lyrically it's like the stage in a breakup where you realize it's over but ooh, that just does not sit right with you and I knew there was no going back to what was happening, but I was just oh so mad about it. And so I wrote a really interesting ballad song. And I got to serve some vocals in the last chorus, too. So listen to that one. The production's really ethereal. Travis did this one. Um, he conceptualized the production, but the original chords and melody was full composed by me on the piano two y- and a half years ago. The fourth song, Don't Forget, I have to say, is my personal favorite on the EP. I love this song so much. The beginning part, two and a half minutes or so is sung and it was really inspired by like summer walker at the time i was listening to still over it and i really wanted to like make something that sounded like summer walker the lyrics to this song i actually wrote in april 2020 to the sung part and then brandon and i conceptualized the summer walker kind of vibe and then i decided i wanted to add a rap verse into the song and my concept was that it was like i had a featured artist but the featured artist was just me And so I wanted to write a rap thing, and I literally just sat down in Brandon's apartment one day and wrote the verse really quickly, and Brandon added the space and the beat for me to do it, and I just recorded it, and that was that. But the original lyrics to the sung part were written in 2020. And the rap part was October, November, 2021. And I love that song. It's really great. Again, sad, are about a break up. I think the most interesting song on the EP to listen to if you wanna hear me sing is indescribable because I'm really singing. I think the most interesting song on the EP personally is Don't Forget, I love it. Now we can talk about the situation that inspired this EP because it is quite the doozy. I'm not gonna go into intense detail because I don't wanna cause any controversy. (laughs) But I am gonna talk about the way it affected me. There came a point when I was just like, I know it's not gonna give me what I want. And that was like really hard to grapple with because I had held out hope for so long. But it's all about the same situation because that's how long And honestly, even longer, I was just so down and out and destitute about this situation. (laughs) Like I said, I pulled some details from other situations just to sprinkle a little special sauce on the songs and make them a little bit more interesting. But the real raw emotions behind all four of the songs on the EP were about one situation. Take a shot every time I say situation. while i have a concept with the ep the songs are united in their lyrics and all differ sonically the heart of the ep really is the heartbreak that i experienced and so the advice question i got today inspired me to talk about the ep because that was my worst breakup and it was something i experienced and and felt and oh god not even cried it was so i was so sad i couldn't cry I don't know if any of you experienced that, but I do cry about things, but that was something, I don't know if I ever shed a tear. It it was just a feeling in my stomach. It was physical. But then I had to realize who I was, you know? And so, like I said, I channeled my emotions into writing songs about it and dwelling on it for a really long time, to be honest. I dwelt on it so long I got tired of dwelling. (laughs) You know, it happens to the best of us. But I just, I think the message I really want to give about breakups is that you can't close off your heart after experiencing a breakup take time to heal we all need time to heal take your time and heal but don't hold on to your heart forever you have to at some point allow it to be shared in part with somebody else I'm speaking straight to myself. <laughs> your heart should remain breakable. Let it break, but don't let it harden to a point where it can't break anymore. Because heartbreaks hurt, but they're a part of being a person. You have to experience this stuff, otherwise you won't, You don't you wanna live? Life is so short, experience everything. Because if you don't experience horrible things, you won't know what great things are. If you don't experience things that hurt you, you won't know when things feel great. So let your heart remain breakable. Do not close yourself off from people. Find love in platonic, relationships. Find love in romantic relationships. See love in people you don't even know. See love in the world. Find love and see love the best that you can. Don't let your heart harden by the terrible things you experience. I'm speaking to breakups, but I'm speaking to a much larger thing, especially as marginalized people, as black queer people, as POCs, as women. It's easy to feel down and out about stuff that's going on because their our rights are being physically attacked sometimes we are being physically attacked remain emotional life is better that way in my experience or don't take my advice at all honestly i'm not qualified to give this advice i'm just saying in my experience i'm a lot happier when i'm a, an emotional person who experiences all the emotions that come with being a person than i am when i experience Life as a hardened person with a hard heart because I've had both experiences and I prefer this one. (laughs) Just a note, um, this is kind of directly contradictory or it sounds like it to last week's episode where I said that I'm not involving myself with boys right now. That's not because I'm avoiding heartbreak. That's not why I'm staying away from boys. I'm saying let your heart remain breakable. I'm not saying go get your heart broken by boys that aren't worth it. Like, if your heart's being broken, it should be by somebody who's worthy of breaking your heart, who gave you something, you know, like love or an experience, not by some trashy boy from an app. Back to breakups. They're hard, man. But get you some ice cream, dairy-free, if you're a vegan. And Cherry Garcia, if you're gluten-free and a vegan, because that's the only Ben and Jerry's non-dairy flavor that doesn't have fucking gluten in it at the grocery store. Listen to your sad songs. Wallow. If you have to wallow, roll around in the sad emotions if you have to roll around in them. But do not let a breakup consume you and don't absolutely, absolutely do not let it harden your heart. So I wanted to talk about breakups today. I wanted to mention my worst breakup by way of my EP. And I wanted to talk about Beyonce. Oh, and something I forgot to show you earlier when I was talking about the Break My Soul, The Queens remix. Featuring Beyonce and Madonna. Is that I got my physical copy of Renaissance. If you're watching the video, you can see this. Oh, it's fucking up my light though. So I'm going to keep it back here. (laughs) But it comes with a mini poster. I was hoping this mini poster wasn't going to be this mini. But it was, in fact, very mini. Um, But I will show it to you. If you're watching the video, you can see Beyonce right now. There's a Beyonce and a horse. And then on this side, she's breaking... um, this bottle of something in a very nice, what I assume to be Mugler Katsu, but I'm just making that assumption. (laughs) But anyway, I love listening to this in my car. It sounds amazing. All the high ends and low ends are so clear and you can hear every background vocal. If you don't know this, I actually collect CDs. I'm thinking about, sorry, there's a little nap. I'm thinking about making a pod episode or maybe a YouTube video about my CD collection because I'm about to organize them and alphabetize them, and so after that, maybe I'll do it. So if that sounds like something that would be interesting to you, let me know. Anyway, I'm just talking now. I don't need to keep, to oh, you can see my pajama pants if you're watching the video. You guys should watch the video. If you don't have Spotify, it's on YouTube. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. I hope you listened to my EP, Aftermath, after hearing how interestingly and articulately I described it in this episode. And I hope you take up my advice about breakups and experience them they're hard but don't let your heart harden just take your time to heal and get back to business also be like me Take time off from boys i have not talked to boys in the better part of a year and it's worth it i'm also thinking about making a podcast episode about boys because auntie kobe auntie Kobe lizzie i'm aging myself sister Kobe lizzie honey they know a thing or two about boys and my best advice is to stay away from them Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Koblizzi out. Mwah.